0: I am a holistic alcohol coach who ended a 20-year relationship to alcohol without labels, counting days, or ever making excuses. Now I help women just like you from around the world eliminate their desire for alcohol by claiming themselves as author of their own life. In this podcast, we will explore the revolutionary approach of my Stop Drinking and Start Living program that gets alcohol out of your way by breaking all of the rules of what you thought was possible and the profound journey that it is to rediscover who you are on the other side of alcohol. I am so excited that you are here. Now on with the show. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Stop Drinking and Start Living. It's Mary Wagstaff. I am so glad to meet you. I thought I would just take a moment to say hi to anyone that's new here and thank you so much for being here to all of you who have been here for a while. It's so lovely to be in this space with you and I couldn't do it without you. Um, I just thought I'd take a moment just to introduce myself. If you are new to the show and maybe you're not new and You know, you don't know exactly who I am. I think that there's a lot of judgments and conclusions that I come to always. um, And that's what we're going to talk about today on the show. So the thing about judgments and conclusions are we. You know, in our own minds, we start to create these belief systems. We, we practice new things. We learn something, you know, with the podcast. It's like I've been doing it for over two, like two and a half years now, which is so crazy. So I have these conclusions and these judgments, right? Judgments kind of holds a negative connotation, but it's really, it's really just, um, It can be an opinion, hopefully based on discernment, and we'll get into that today. But you know, that everyone knows me, that everyone knows what coaching is, that everyone knows what my intention is for being here. And, you know, I started this show because I had this amazing process that I used to change my relationship to alcohol. I worked diligently for a couple of years, really, um, from the beginning till the end, where I was just really in this place of curiosity, um, which just my own life. And alcohol was the thing that needed to get out of the way. I was also transitioning into starting a business for myself, becoming a coach. I had been more of a freelance um, teacher and doing, you know, kind of one-off events, teaching movement, teaching mindfulness, teaching yoga. And I had, I was just coming up with having all these ideas. I was stepping onto more of a path that had called me through the path of yoga of, of, you know, really living a life of devotion, by honoring the divine part of me, like letting that part, my divinity, the essence of my truest self outside of all the belief structures and all of the identity really shine and really, you know, just being aware of that when thoughts, negative thoughts come through. But alcohol was just such an inhibitor, such a block for that. And the more I continue to connect with that part of me and just grow and mature and have a baby and want, you know, different things for my life, the 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 disconnection that I felt with alcohol was just like hanging on me, but I I kept reaching for it because it was the only thing that I knew. So I I took a step back and and i started just saying yes to new things i started saying yes to things that felt more in alignment with the life i wanted to create and i've always been you know in the process of manifesting i've created wild things with my mind right by really visualizing them and that is actually the the besides taking actual action and being in the experience yourself and i talked about this last week we learn through simulation right we can learn through play through that's why kids you know learn they learn through play they you can simulate an experience um and 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 actually really create new results that's something that I've done with my clients where we go back to to validate an experience um for the self so we learn new ways to talk to ourselves right. Um, so we can simulate the validation that we're seeking maybe from the outer world that we might not be be getting. So, I was simulating and then taking action into the life that I wanted to create and there just came this tipping point where the pleasure and the connection that I was receiving through what I was saying yes to became such a stark contrast to when I was drinking that I also started to be able to shift to have a new conversation with alcohol, a new conversation with the habit of alcohol and with myself around alcohol. And I, I really just stopped fighting. I stopped arguing with it and I started to befriend it and be compassionate towards it. And I created what I call now the five shifts that I have infused into my coaching program. And, um, you know, I was like, my first initial niche um, was to be a women's empowerment coach, right? Kind of a general thing. But I had always lived really a life of self-authority and except for alcohol. Alcohol was the one thing that I couldn't quite figure out. And when the switch flipped for me, I I just went gangbusters. I, I was so in shock of how this shift of perspective and the way that I approached it finally created this sense of surrender, of relief, of like, oh, it doesn't, I get to decide what it is in my life. Like I don't have to, I don't, I can create a new story around alcohol. And then I started to create the story that I Like, I was like, I'm going to have the coolest, most badass, fun life, like where not drinking is going to be so cool and chic. And, you know, no judgment against anyone else, but like, that's the, like, I'm not going to have a dull, boring life. And so I started to see all the tools of, of, um, manifesting and, and law of attraction and, and mindset work and mindfulness and, and taking action and failing forward. I was starting to see all of those apply. Um, in the most beautiful, radical way. And the alcohol now became this, this gate of initiation for me of growing into the woman that I really wanted to be, being able to see the stark contrast of settling really for, you know, not uh, this way of, of interacting with the world, um, In this kind of inverted truth is the way I always see it. It's like it let me be the person that I want to be, but not really hone on this in the skills naturally from the inside out. Right. I had to use this like catalyst, this, this false catalyst that wasn't allowing me to build the skills from the inside out. And I knew I could do that because I had evidence in so many other areas. And I had shared some of this mindset work with Matthew, my partner and it was just a ripple effect from there and he kind of took it in his own way and and started having a new conversation and i saw the work shift with him and then i started sharing it with unapologetically with other people and you know people were like wow like i've never heard anyone talk about alcohol in this way and i just knew it was what i had to share with the world because it wasn't being talked about in this way and i had had some influences that you know inspired me um, not just specifically around alcohol, but I, people that I had knew changed their relationship with alcohol from this perspective of like. It can just be irrelevant. It can be inconsequential and just unimportant, right? It can be literally a choice of a beverage that's no longer serving me. And when we, when we can put it in a, in a different perspective and we can just say like, yeah, alcohol is going to be there. It's always going to be a choice, but I'm going to let, I'm going to give myself a chance at seeing what's on the other side of this. What would a life uh, without this constant, you know, Thought exhaustion, it just became so exhausting around alcohol, where I was, you know, thinking about drinking so much, even though I didn't want to be. And I just started questioning, you know, do I even want this? And so I, you know, I wasn't, no one else was doing it in this way. And even if they were doing it, they weren't me and they didn't have my spirit and, you know, all of the things about me. So fast forward, you know, three years later um, and so many amazing success stories. If you haven't listened to the client spotlights, you gotta go back and listen to them because these women are just constantly just setting the example and being brave in that unapologetic way of like, you know we would never say um you know i'm 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 drinking more water why you know it's like we have to we think we have to make excuses but that's just a thought and so i have this conclusion <laughs> that you know who i am and you know what coaching is and what coaching really is is the opportunity for you to build the skill set of Growing your awareness about your judgments and your conclusions that either A, aren't true, and B, aren't serving you anymore, right? And really, all of our opinions aren't necessarily, they're not facts. They might be truths to us, but they are just opinions, right? And in our world, um, you know, we can see how easily we can polarize the other. We can see how easily the the media, um, you know, mainstream media and social media, and when we're not in face-to-face with a person, we can create so many snap judgments and snap conclusions um, because of the way that really we feel threatened as the individual. Our belief system uh, feels threatened as the individual. And this is huge when it comes to alcohol. So there's a lot of othering, right? Right. But, if it's not serving you and it's not really serving the whole and the whole of change, and like wow, like these people are individuals, right? like they just want safety and and care and respect for their family too, and they they think that the, what they're doing is right, right, so instead of understanding, we judge we're we we are so quick because this is the how the ego survives to want to be right versus then try to understand, so we debate. Versus validate right like wow, I can really see how that might you know that might feel to you that might look to you, right, and we want this we want to do this with everyone right and and I think it's so important to do it for even people that feel like they're maybe acting out in tendencies that aren't supportive because there's a reason for that. When someone feels like they need to act out in a violent way, in a way that hurts, right? What, what has happened to them? And none of this is consent, consenting negative behavior or hateful or harmful behavior, but it's like, what is the root cause in our culture? And I I really think so much of, of it is the polarization um, and the way even like algorithms are created on the, on the internet where it will continue to feed and serve uh, ideas that that really compel people to believe and, and feel really convicted in a stance where maybe they feel powerful and they feel in control where they may not have otherwise. So it's just so important to put ourselves in the minds of other people and especially for yourself to seek to understand Where these judgments and conclusions about alcohol are no longer serving you, right? Where they haven't been serving you and really seeking to understand, really seeking to validate versus debate. Okay. And so that is really what this is all about. A judgment is the process of forming an opinion, which is not a fact. It is an opinion is is your interpretation or an evaluation through discernment. And we talked about a few weeks ago about how to grow your discernment around drinking. So you really, when it comes to judgment, you have to understand am I discerning based on my intuition and based on a growing awareness or Am um, is this from an opinion based on ego, based on the need to be right, based on the need to defend this old set of, of belief structure that is no longer serving me. And you know, we've all heard stories about two people from two different walks of life, you know, enemies, not understanding each other, and then coming together and really being able to see and hear one another and then forming bonds and relationships, right? And this is really the work that you need to do with yourself. And you can also even do it with the collective. Like, why do we? You know, there is there is a significance of, in making context. Like, why why is alcohol such a big part of our cultural story, right? And. We can't change the past, but we can understand the present moment to change the future, right? And it it just comes from curiosity and questioning. Like, where am I making judgments that are my opinion where I want to be right, but I'm actually not happy, right? Like, this opinion of just being right is actually not serving me, and it's not not serving change. Um, And I just read a quote recently that said something like... um, it's opinions don't change the world examples do right so it was something like that like we have to to set an example and take action in order to make change in order to be an example of what's possible in order to kind of blaze a trail versus just stating our opinion that has like no backbone and you know one of my little slogans at the beginning of of doing all of this work was to throw a better party and it's like we don't need to shame and blame someone and tell them what they're doing is wrong, and this is including ourself, to seek change. We have to go and do it better somewhere else. We have to compel and inspire, right? And say, like, oh, wow, cool. Look at how much fun they're having, right? And so that was always my mission for my own. I had to start with me in my own life. And then when I unapologetically showed up and shared this, people just naturally came to me. And so when I have gatherings, I have alcohol free gatherings, but it's not just with sober people. They just know that we're going to have a great time and we create deep connection, right? So I just did it in this way where it wasn't about being sober, it was about creating more meaningful connection that I found everyone was seeking, right? And so, so that is the that is the what I decided to create. And I kind of dropped the story about alcohol, but I still have to work through that once in a while, especially when I'm meeting new people. I think I, you know, there is still such a stark contrast in the way that we, we, um we gather, right? Um, You know, the neighbors inviting us, the neighbors that we didn't really meet during COVID inviting us to a party. And you're just thinking like, what will that be like? And how do I show up? Right. And I have no problems being around alcohol, Um, especially if I have the intention of connecting, because I know that the truth is, is not everyone drinks, not everyone drinks excessively. There's other way, you know, I'm there to meet the neighbors, whatever that is. Um, And even just talk, you know, I don't often have to explain why I don't drink because I just don't, it's just, it's just a choice, right? Um, So these judgments and then these conclusions, right? And a conclusion is a reasoned judgment, right? We think we have a really strong reasoning that's compelling to create judgment right but the thing is is what coaching gives you mindfulness practice learning the skills of coaching is it is a process of having to empty your mind you first have to start at growing your awareness okay of what are my judgments what are the conclusions that i'm making are they true why how do i know are they serving me what's another opinion Seeking to understand, seeking to validate why do I feel this way? How come I feel uncomfortable? Is it okay to feel a little awkward and nervous when you're meeting new people for the first time? I think so. so first, you have to see where you're at, you have to grow your awareness and grow your expand your mind, you know. And really empty it, really empty everything that you've learned and what you think you know. And this doesn't mean overriding your intuition. Your intuition is what's got you here. Your innate wisdom and knowing and feeling that that disconnection and feeling being out of alignment is the reason that you're here, right? Because if you were 100% sold on a life the rest of your life with alcohol, you would just be sold on it and you wouldn't be here, right? But you're not. So, so we lean into the intuition that drives you to, to have the, the curiosity, right? Like you already have curiosity. You just need to get curious about the thoughts that are running the show about your ingrained beliefs and your doctrine that may or may not even be yours. Like we are, we are set up with a, a story, From before we're born, from our parents and their parents and culture and society, right? And we don't really know the story of our humanity. We've kind of lost the story of, of being human, of being an innate part of this life and being able to be innocent and continue to learn new things because man, there's just so much. (laughs) There's just so much information, you know, in your, in your face and the way when i when I'm changing um and growing into a new version, a new version of myself, and this doesn't mean like I'm changing who I am fundamentally. It means I'm expanding my my capacity for what's possible, right? It's just I always like to think of asana and yoga postures. It's like, We get to take these wild, crazy shapes as a new way to see ourselves, a new way to feel something different into the world, right? And this is just something that I'm passionate about. So when I want to expand my capacity for what's possible, and I see myself resisting change and telling myself it's hard and being in confusion and being stuck in my in my doctrine of just, well, this is the way I need to be in the world, and this is the only way I can serve is through this lens... When I start to see that resistance, I got to take a step way back, empty my mind, drop everything I thought I knew, put my blinders on a little bit of taking in information. And it's like, you know, with the way that the algorithms work, especially on social media and online, you look at one thing and you're going to be bombarded with a million other options for that same thing. So, my suggestion is, and I've talked about this, is put your blinders on. Pick one path of, of, you know, of investigation and one strategy and stick with it because anything will work. If you, if you work it, right? Any program can work if you do it for long enough. And if you, you do it with the right mindset, if you do it with curiosity and you decide, I'm going to make this work, right? I trust that this is the process that's going to work. Um, I recently um entered a new program with my coach. She's got a couple offerings and I took more of her introductory coach course for this is, you know, for business coaching and I am now in her advanced course and we haven't even started <laughs> the depth of the mastermind yet, but I have the, some of the material I've been going through and man did I tumble around in resistance and tumble around in the river of misery but you know I was just diving into her work and her work alone and I I signed up for the program because I trust her and I know her and she has you know a track record and I've already gotten results with her from her content from whatever and from her other program and so I just decided like she's going to get me where i need to go and all i need to do is trust trust in this process and trust in her and that and trust in my initial intuition which was like yeah of course this this is just the next right step but just because i have thoughts that are i have an an old belief system that is telling me Maybe I'm not smart enough. Maybe I can't do it. Maybe this is too hard. Maybe this isn't the path for me. Maybe this isn't who I am, right? That's just an old belief system that's trying to keep me safe. But when I can see that through coaching, through mindfulness, through self awareness, well, now I can go back to my initial intention, put on my blinders, and like, I'm going to stay the course. I'm going to see it through till the end of the mastermind. And then I can kind of reassess and see, like, Well, did the program work (laughs) before I, before I, um, come to a conclusion and a judgment based on my old set of thoughts, right? When we grow into new expanded versions of ourselves, we have to create a new framework for how we're seeing ourselves and our capacity. We have to create a new framework for what's possible for how we see our emotions, not as problems to solve, right? But as powerful portals of change, right? That our emotions are the way to the capacity of our human experience, our emotions, your emotions are what's driving everything you do, right? So if you don't know what you're feeling, what your emotions are and what they mean, then the ability to change if it and, and allow your emotions to just take over is going to keep you stuck right but when you can see your emotions and you can see resistance of like oh this is the signal right that this is trying to keep me safe and you can and you can have that conversation of befriending and then start to create intentional create intentional thoughts and create emotions on purpose, right? Like when I say like, I've got a guide, I've got this person that's laid the foundation out for me. I just have to show up and put put my head down and do the work, right? And then I get to become that next version of myself and then it will be easier. That creates a, a an emotion of hope and trust and belief and possibility, right? Versus all of those other thoughts that create fear and lack and doubt and insecurity and insufficiency right now i have to compel myself into staying the course but you can only do that when you become aware of your thinking when you can just see it from a neutral perspective you can see your emotions from that way and then seek to understand them really go into the place of of discernment with your intuition not from the judgments in the and the opinions of the past because our judgments and our conclusions that got you to the relationship that you now have with alcohol are not the ones that are going to get you out of it right so we have to be able to use our discerny a discernment from the place of intuition and say okay what is the truth here I'm feeling resisting, resistance to change, right? And really the process of creating and forming new opinions and new conclusions about alcohol is to empty your mind. So if your conclusion and your opinion about drinking is that we live in a drinking culture, everyone drinks, it's always going to be hard not to drink, then that is going to be the result you get. But if you look at that from a neutral perspective and you think, well, is that true? Maybe, maybe not. And what if that was true? Could I still choose something different? Right. We also live in like a fast food culture, but you might decide that fast food's not for me. And so I'm going to choose something different, but you're not as afraid maybe to make that other choice and say, you know, I don't McDonald's doesn't make me feel good in my body. Right. So we have to look at where else where else in our life have we made different choices based on you know the majority right and it's like you could go back to the the saying of like if you know Susie jumped off the bridge would you do it too right no and that is where we have to really start to look at our conclusions and our discernments around alcohol and to know that they're just they're just Opinions and they're just not facts, right? Because what does a drinking culture mean, right? I mean, I do a ton of stuff that drinking's not involved in. There are a lot of bars, there are a lot of people that drink, there are a lot of restaurants, but there's also a lot of people that drink water. (laughs) There's also a lot of people that exercise, right? There's also a lot of things to do that don't involve alcohol or that aren't the the alcohol is not the main attraction. It might be there, right? And I talk, and then if alcohol is the main attraction, like a wine tasting or a brew fest, maybe that's not something that you do, right? Maybe you go to a concert and there's alcohol there, but you're focused on the music. So... I want you to really look at these judgments and conclusions that you're making around alcohol, your relationship with alcohol, moving forward with alcohol, and see how they're keeping you stuck in fear-based thoughts, not trying new things, not giving yourself a chance to see if they're true if you stay more neutral. And also stay open for evidence of making conclusions and judgments that are the complete opposite. Right? So write down all of your judgments and your conclusions about you and alcohol and the world and alcohol and see if you can start to find the opposite. You will. When I was really looking for that in my life, I remember Going out, like I just have this vivid memory of taking Emmett to this like pizza parlor and seeing all these people not drinking, seeing people drinking kombucha, seeing people drinking AC, seeing people drinking water, like they were just there for the pizza, right? And then I was like the only one drinking, okay? And so I want you to know that, you know, when you listen to the show, you're listening to the show because there's evidence out there that life with without the without missing out life free of deprivation without um alcohol an alcohol free life that also doesn't have a deprivate is a deprivation free life is possible because you've heard it right? So you can stay with that proof. you can stay and take that evidence to continue to compel you to say like just because I had these beliefs, just because I had these thoughts, doesn't mean that they have to be true for the rest of my life, right? We've changed a lot of opinions about a lot of things in your life, who you want to spend your time with, what you thought was possible for your career, for a, for a lover, um, a new skill that you've, you've tried, right? So know that alcohol is no different, but you have to take that mindset and that, And the new framework of really emptying your mind first and then building up a new set of judgments, a new set of conclusions, because they are inevitable. This is, this is how the human, um, Kind of has to immediately evaluate its surroundings, right? So when you're, when you're in that place of uh, instantly um, evaluating and judging and making conclusions about your surroundings. And that's why it is hard with alcohol because it creates this trigger of like, Oh no, there's alcohol here. I'm not going to be safe if I'm not drinking, right? Like that is what you think in your subconscious. So the process of coaching is really the process of slowing that down. And you can start that right now, right? You can start by really seeing what are my judgments and my awareness. It's um, my opinions by growing your awareness to just see what's in there from a neutral perspective and saying, you know what? For just this week, I'm going to empty my mind. I'm just going to empty my mind. Every time I come up with a thought or a conclusion about alcohol, I'm going to empty it and I'm going to just see what is the exact opposite of that, and I'm going to go from there. And seeking to understand versus just being right. Because You suffer for that and you, we suffer for it in so many other areas, not just with alcohol, right? And then that is the impact, right? We start to see where we're doing that in so many other areas that's not serving us in arguments with our relationships where we want to be right. And when you grow your awareness in one thing and you start to create this, the skill set of mindfulness, it impacts everything, right? So I am so excited for you to utilize this for this week. I would love to hear how it turns out. If you're feeling like you need some help applying these tools and principles to your life, I would love to invite you to get on a call with me. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes to schedule a complimentary alignment session with me. And also just go over to my website, marywagstaffcoach.com, so you can see everything that's involved in the Stop Drinking and Start Living program. It is a full wraparound approach where you and I together will really Strategically plan for the next phase of your life and get you moving on to bigger and better things within three months. And I am so blown away by my clients that are just crushing it. It's just so inspiring to see how we really can change ingrained beliefs and ingrained habits and move in this direction where that we just never thought possible. It just shows me the human potential and the the ability to see it again and again and again from, you know, people with different backgrounds, different relationships to alcohol, different cultural backgrounds. It's so powerful that these really universal principles of learning, unlearning, and relearning are available to you. So I look forward to connecting with you soon and have an amazing week. Hey, if you are finally ready to get alcohol out of your way for good and discover what lies ahead, I want to invite you into the Stop Drinking and Start Living program where you will learn to do what alcohol does for you on your own, but way better. The best part is you don't have to do any of it alone. Just click the link in the show notes or visit my website, marywagstaffcoach.com to schedule a call with me where together we will plan the next phase of your life on purpose. I'll talk to you soon.